Hi, welcome to episode 5 of Phil's Photography Journey podcast. It is Tuesday the 3rd of April, so the year marches on. I cover a few things today. So, did a really enjoyable shoot last week at the uh, Lime Meadow Folk and Blues Club, which is near to, uh, to where I live. Also want to talk about some stock photography, so uh, just some updates on what I've done with uh, Alamy. Had a bit of a surprise with Alamy, and I'll talk about that. And uh, Shutterstock, my first payment is going to be processed, which is really good. And uh, the final piece is just a bit about preparing for travel and what I'm going to focus on on the uh, forthcoming trip we have. So, yeah, starting at the beginning, um, Lime Meadow Folk and Blues Club have been running for well, a few years now. Started by a guitarist friend of mine and his uh, his mate. I think initially it was just a few people turned up with their guitars and they just had some fun. Um, but now it's grown quite a lot. So each artist has uh, three songs and they can be self-written or covers, do their own interpretation. And uh, there was some really good talent on show there, actually. Uh, fair to say the average age is middle-age-ish to old, but um, no, it was really good, and it was low light photography, which I which I love. So he's happy, as are all the artists happy, for me to do that kind of thing, and you know it keeps my hand in, and um, really enjoyable. Uh, they they have a reasonable lighting setup there. I think probably the biggest challenge for me is that you 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 set up for one musician who's got maybe a microphone on a guitar and a vocal mic, um, and a music stand. Some have, some don't. So you're all in position and ready to go, and then the next artist comes along and it all switches over. There might be a left-hander rather than right-hander, and um, or there might be two of them, and they might have a, some distance apart because of the need to hold their instruments. So, you know, I, I won't moan about those things. That's a photographer's lot. Um, it's uh, It just represents a challenge. So I was uh, I had a good position generally at the front of the, um, the, the crowd there, but uh, it... it did mean that to move around a bit just to capture some variation, which which I think worked quite well. So what I do with those shots is to publish them on my Facebook page initially and share that link with the, uh, the Facebook group that they have for the Folk Club. So if you wanted to go on there, you can, uh, you can see what I've done. It's just a, a sample. But I actually had some good traction. Um, I mean, due to, to work on Thursday, I didn't get a chance to do any real editing and, until Friday. And uh, published the... Um, sorry, apologies. The shoot was Wednesday night, worked Thursday. And Thursday evening was when I got to actually do the uh, the edits and, and publish the album. But I actually got some really good traction. Um, one of the guys in particular said uh, he was really impressed, wanted to use some shots on his website and how much do I charge... So big greed of price. I've uh, I've sold one so far, but I just created an, an album on Pixie Set, which is an excellent client uh, gallery album. And um, yeah, he may choose. I'll probably have to prompt him, but we'll we'll see how it goes. And then uh, I think the following day, one of the guys who played steel guitar, and um, from memory, I think it was just instrumental. I don't think he did vocals, um, but he, you know, great sound. I, I love that. I'm a sucker for that steel guitar, slide guitar. Um, lovely. Uh, Dobro, I think it was, model. And um, he he said he was interested in about three, which were the three that I put up there. But 
I took more than, you know, usually we, it's more than spray and pray, took, took a number of shots. And uh, again, I just uploaded them in an album, sent him the link for preview and he may come back to me. He wanted prints. So all I've done is agree a, a nominal price for my edits and then it will just be at cost for them to be printed. And I'm currently using Loxley Colour for that kind of thing. So, but yeah, it, it was great fun, actually. Um, a really good evening. Um, it's quite a laid back setup. Most of the crowd are actually made up of the musicians. So you tend to get either ones and twos walking in with guitars strapped to the back. And guitar is the prominent instrument there. Um, and it might be a partner or a mate or, or whatever. So uh, that swells the crowd a bit. I think they had about 40 there the other night. And um, yeah, it was it was a really enjoyable evening. And, uh, you know, I was very pleased with the results. Um, most of the evening, it was my D3S with a 70 to 200 F 2.8. Really great setup. Um, it, I mean, it's got Uzi's pro quality and it's just really reliable. Um, and then just for a bit of variation, I stuck my my new portrait lens, the 85 uh, 1.8 on my D810, um, that was okay, yeah, not not too bad, gave some different results, but I, I did like overall to, to get them quite tight, and um, so I was very pleased with the results for the uh, the D3S with the 7200, and, uh, you know, that, that tends to be quite a, a go-to setup for, for a lot of these, um, this type of photography. Uh, so, as well as the spin-off from a, a little bit of sale activity or potential sale activity, I will put a couple of those onto my portfolio on my website. I think they're worthy of that. And um, it was good practice. And as I say, it was a fun evening. And um, Neil, the guy who uh, who runs the club with with another fellow called Chris, he's, um, I think they're doing a web website relaunch for one of his other bands. I mean, he's in a trio. He does some, some of his own solo stuff, but he's in a, a main band that I was in with him in the 80s many moons ago. And uh, they're doing a bit of a relaunch on some new pictures for the website, but rather than studio, which I think they use at the moment in their, their publicity shots, um, he, he wants them just to be in in performance mode. So um, I'll be going along at the end of April to uh, to one of their gigs and do some shots on stage. So again, low light. And I think the nice thing there is because I know Neil, know some of the band members now, I can actually get them to to work it a bit more. Um, I think sometimes the, the, there's a kind of lot of looking down and perhaps, uh, you know, I think I want them to be looking at each other maybe, looking forward, looking at me, looking like they're enjoying themselves, um, not too much looking down at the, you know, the instruments and the music. And they're very experienced musicians, they so probably don't have to look at what they're doing too much nowadays. But I think um, that'll make for a better um, end result. So we'll, so I'll do some prep, do some briefing. I've got that time free. And um, yeah, that, that'll be good fun. One of the other things I do focus on as a, a background thing is stock photography. Got about, well, just over 200 pictures. And in many ways, that, that number's swollen a bit by the 139, I think I did at the Lord Mayor show last year. And uh, it's been good fun. It was uh, initially something I started last summer as a bit of a, you know, dip my toe in the water. But uh, I've had quite a few sales. But what was really interesting, so for a while I was I was tracking both. So I was tracking um, Alamy and Shutterstock. I, I don't use any other sites currently. And um, Alamy, there was just nothing. There was the occasional view, but nothing. Um, and actually I'd given up looking at it for a while, although Shutterstock quite the reverse sort of I've had a number of downloads from Shutterstock so you know that was my my favorite one to track um 
most popular shots being ones of Croydon. So I was tracking Shutterstock through to the end of the month because uh, I'd reached the threshold for payment, which was $35. Um, I think it's gone up to about 38 39 uh, so they'll trigger the payment. They've actually, <clears throat> they've actually wiped it down to zero now, so they'll be putting the payment through the, uh, the system. So, yeah, so 61-odd downloads, $39. And, you know, I thought that was pretty good. That hasn't, hasn't caused me any great pain other than a bit of work to upload them and keyword them. Um, but I went on to Alamy, I don't know why, um, over the weekend, and I saw this sales figure of $83, and I thought, ooh, that's, that's interesting. Three shots sold, totaling $83. Well, firstly, after doing some digging, they do display things, show things, process things a bit different. So whereas on uh, Shutterstock, you just get the amount you're going to get, and that builds up that way, it's your cut. With Alamy, as, as as much as I can work it out, they show you the overall figure that the shot sold for. Then they take off their percentage, typically 50%, um, which actually is more advantageous, more profitable to the photographer than Shutterstock do. Um, and then I think there's another piece about kind of gross and net payment. And I think it's when they receive payment from the client. So I don't quite know how that happens. It could be on a, a monthly basis. So when they receive that, they'll pay pay you as the client. And then and only then, it's when it reaches the threshold. So their threshold is $50. I think I'm due $40, um, but I've got, I think 20 has been cleared. I think they use the term cleared. So uh, great as far as the sales go, and a and, uh, quick breakdown on that. So there was about a $3 gross sale of a marathon runner that I took at the World Athletic World Athletics Championships in London last summer, Japanese runner. Um, and I just like the expression because he kind of had his eyes shut and he was a sort of grit, grit and determination. And I think someone in the Czech Republic took that for, you know, for their use. And obviously in, in the breakdown, they show you what the um, the license was. Typically, it's like a five-year license for different things. Um, the second one was of the Lord Mayor of London waving out of his coach that I took last November at the Lord Mayor's Parade in the city. And uh, I think that one was about $20-odd, editorial only, so they have to sign up to only use it in that capacity. I think it might have gone for a publication um, anyway. So $20-odd, obviously that's gross. And the one that was the, the most lucrative was sold for $49. Um, interesting story for this one. So this was a... I, would, I could only describe it as a very basic street scene from Charlottesville in Virginia. Uh, Sue and I went there five years ago as part of a, a road trip and uh, just took some nice scenes. It was uh, really quite a nice, I won't say sleepy, it was quite a you know busy town, but quite quiet when we were there and it was fine. Had a bit of lunch, had a wander around, looked a bit of history, all was good. And then last summer uh, there was some uh, riots, sort of race-related riots over there. And um, I thought, well, look, I'll just dig out that few shots put them up there because it could be that there's some editorial benefit didn't think anything more of it so yeah so someone has bought a five-year usage license there for web i believe um and i'll get a cut of that well when it's been paid um so so i think you know stock's great um local photography sells well on stock and that's something that i've seen real evidence of because my croydon shots are really regular sellers um, on the Shutterstock portfolio. 
So, uh, you know, if you're thinking about it, just just give it a go. Just be mindful of the, the need for releases and for the fact that you're going to have to do some editing to, to cut out brand names and certain features. But, you know, the guidelines are on, online on sites and for, for the various providers. And it, it's kind of, this is a very generalisation and a, a very rough rule of thumb, but it seems that the sites that give you the biggest commission have probably got the lower lower amount of reach. So Shutterstock have got huge global reach, but you don't get much commission. Um, but you can actually have the same portfolios on more than one site. I think if you sign up with Getty, uh, you might have some good kudos because your pictures might be featured on you know BBC News and whatever. Um, but I think you have to kind of sign yourself over to them and them exclusively. Uh, I did engage with them once about, you know, whether they'd be interested in some of my shots, but it, it nothing happened. So I'm not going to, um, I'm probably not going to chase that if I'm getting bits of income from the others. So not huge amounts of money as, as I've showed here, but actually the fact that I've had a reasonable number of downloads and got some validation from the, the exercise, you know, people want to use your work. And you can use Google Image Search to uh, to look them up. I feel pretty happy that it was a good exercise. And um, over time, I will add more to those uh, those portfolios, certainly on the local side, and uh, hopefully get some more sales on the uh, on the back of it. So it's now Tuesday, and uh, on Saturday we travel off to Budapest for five days, and really looking forward to it. So it's that inevitable period where you have to work out what gear you're going to take. Um, We've decided we're going to travel just with uh, with one main suitcase because we probably won't need to do too much uh, changes of, of clothing other than the uh, obviously the most necessary. Um, but this, for me, is going to be about, obviously, photography as usual, um, but, but also videography. So going to work very much on um, getting some really good B-roll as well as the main subject matter. Sue and I will both do some vlogging, and I've been doing a lot of research into that. So I've just been looking at my gear to take away so gopro i've got quite a few sort of accessories with the gopro the main um handle that that can reach out and can be used as a tripod i've also bought another it's like a cheaper version of a gorilla pod but i only really want to use it to uh, to mount a microphone i've got the rode video micro which i'll take uh, i'll also take the smart lav just in case but i think having done some work uh, we did a self-tape audition for sue at the weekend using just the iPhone and the Rode Video Micro, and it worked really well. So I'm going to take that along, and I think that'd be really useful. Um, probably will use the iPhone for some of the additional B-roll, maybe the time lapses and, and slow-mo, and, and just see how we get on with that. Um, but yeah, so really looking forward to the, um, to the trip. So uh, I, I think probably the, the, the best that's best left until we get back and I can um, I can share some of that information and, and how it went at the time um, probably won't do a podcast while we're over there but you never know I may do we've got all the gear so it's uh, it's really going to be something uh, quite exciting so um, I, one thing I would say actually in closing off that it seems that the downloads of this podcast have been uh, increasing which is great and uh, more you know long may that continue um, I've been in enjoying putting it together I, I hope it's becoming a bit more slicker but uh you know these things do take time to get into the groove um and i will speak to some mates about getting some interviews going on but you know that's something we'll look at when we get back so as usual thank you very much for listening and uh in terms of contact we've got www.philswallow.com one l in phil two in swallow 
facebook.com slash philswallowphoto. Twitter is philswallowpho and then two on the end, P-H-O number two, and Instagram is philswallowphoto. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. Um, really good fun and uh, thanks for listening and we'll catch up again very soon. Mm-hmm.